listening to Beyond the Game. I love you guys. love the program. You're already famous in Rochester, but watch out world. It's a faith-based sports radio program. That's the dumbest thing I could think of. I love everything about it. The, the, the beards, the handshakes. That just means I'm never leaving my kids alone with you. The ladies are digging my sweet bass. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome into the Beyond the Game program, btgprogram.com or at btgprogram. I'm Rick Benson along with Zach Barletta. Thank you so very much for being part of this week's program. Over the next half hour or so, we'll talk sports. We'll do it from a faith-based point of view. Coming up later in the program, we'll be talking with Aaron Shear from Center Shot Ministries using archery to reach young people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to tell you, I've seen this firsthand. It is amazing how many people respond to that. He's coming up later in the program. But before we do that, let me give it over to Zach Barletta, who will bring us this week's shenanigan statements. Number one, with the leagues having already banned media from locker rooms, the NBA has suspended its season while others are playing games in empty arenas without fans. Your preference is to see games suspended as opposed to how ugly games would be without fans. Uh, yeah, I think my preference is to see him just suspend it. My my trouble is, where is this going? Yeah. You know, if you suspend it, and I've heard, well, we want to spend uh, suspend it till the end of the month. It's going to be longer than that. But, yeah, I can't imagine playing in front of the end. I guess we can see it on TV, but playing in front of the empty crowd, yeah. the players live off that. They thrive off that. Uh, it's just there's no crowd noise. I. Man, that's going to yeah. be just an ugly thing to watch. I agree as well. We had talked about it in text messages earlier today where, like, you know, let's say somebody has a great performance or let's say, you know, like baseball has suspended operations. Let's say opening day, Garrett Cole strikes out 20 Orioles and there's no Orioles fans there to boo their team. Like this this sort of thing is just, it, it would be so strange. And uh, so I really think for everyone's safety, I think the right call was just to suspend the games, wait it out. Um, a lot of the estimates I've seen have said we'll be on the downward curve at the end of the pandemic by the end of April. So if you look at, you know, I don't know if that's a month and a half of waiting around for things to get back to normal. The other thing is, remember after 9-11 how much our lives changed? Mm-hmm. You know, how just going through the airport, our lives changed as a result. I'm sort of wondering if this is going to have a similar effect, maybe not to the magnitude, but what will change? Yeah. What will they decide? Hey, this work, not having the media in our locker room or Mm -hmm. this work, not having fan access, or I I don't know. I just kind of get the sense that this might change how we do things. Maybe we don't let, young kids as close to their heroes on the field as Mm -hmm. as we used to that would be a tragedy yeah but i I think we might see changes and i'm just curious what those changes will be agreed number two josh norman being signed by the buffalo bills is more significant for norman than it is for the bills well you're the big bills fan so you tell me i agree um although i don't think it's as significant for norman as we might have thought because the details of the contract have come out recently and if the Bills choose, they can cut bait, and he'll only get about $3 million of the $8 million that his contract could be worth. So, I mean, that's a not a lot. But, um, look, the Bills went into last season basically three people competing for that number two cornerback job and sort of pared their way down to where they were at by the end of the season. 
They're going to bring back. They they have brought back undrafted free agent Levi Wallace. They've got Norman. There's probably going to be another guy added to that mix. I would expect a draft pick in rounds two through four somewhere to be added to the mix. So I think he's an attempt to maybe get some value for a cheap contract. But if not, they can get out of it, and it's not real painful for them. So, you know, it's throwing something at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, I'm a, I'm with you. I agree with that. I think this is bigger for Norman than it is for the Bills. But you you, for, you hear a name, a, a widely recognized name like Josh Norman, and your first instinct is, wow, what a huge signing. It's really not. This is a yeah. no-risk signing for the Bills. We're not yeah. talking a lot of money. We're not talking a lot of risk. If this works out, there's really nothing but upside. Because yeah. as you say, they can get out of this fairly easily. He needs to reconstruct his career. Mm-hmm. He needs to stay on the field and, and have a good go. So he needs this, I think, maybe more so than Buffalo. But if he does do that, boy, Buffalo could use that. Yeah, and this is the best place for him to try to rebuild some semblance of value. His best years in Carolina were under Sean McDermott in this defense. Then he signed a big contract in Washington where they miscast him as a man-to-man corner. He doesn't have the athleticism for that. So if he was going to try to put up a good season and maybe get one more deal, the Sean McDermott defense is the place to do it. Now, he's 32 and was never great athletically, so whether he's able to remains to be seen, but it was worth a flyer. Number three, had ESPN been able to get Al Michaels and Peyton Manning for its Monday Night Football broadcast, as it's rumored that they tried to do, it would immediately have been the best broadcast team in all of sports. Currently, yeah, I think it probably would have been. I'm a huge Al Michaels fan. I think he calls a terrific game. He's just got a wonderful voice, and you know, I'm a huge Al Michaels fan. Mm -hmm. And Peyton Manning is just interesting. He's you 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 love him in commercials. Anything he does, you just sort of like him. I got to imagine that would carry over into the broadcast booth. And I can't think of one current booth that maybe you would like more. And I'm sure regionally people have their favorites. Mm -hmm. But on a national scale, I think that would have been a pretty darn good booth. Absolutely. And I think if you're because everybody wants to copy what works, right? And what works in broadcasting right now is Tony Romo. And I think if you're trying to find the next Tony Romo, I think Peyton Manning is the most likely candidate. We know he's got deadpan humor. We know that he understands the game at its deepest, most detailed level. He really knows football and offenses, and he could give you the type of insight that Tony Romo does. And we know he's a natural in front of a camera. So I think Peyton Manning would probably have given you something in the realm of what Tony Romo gives you. And then, like you said, Al Michaels is timeless. He's great. He's easy to listen to. So I think that would have probably been the second best tandem in sports broadcasting after, of course, this show. Oh, good thought. I hadn't even thought about that. That's a great point. So, yes, maybe the second best. Up next is the Red Hawks recap. And then after the break, we're going to talk with Aaron Shear of Center Shot Ministries. And later on in the program, you like that. I hope you'll stick around along with Zach Barletta. I'm Rick Benson. This is the Beyond the Game Radio Ministry. The Red Hawks recap is brought to you by Roberts Wesleyan College, taking a look at the past week in Roberts Wesleyan College athletics covering up to Thursday, March 12th. 
On Wednesday, the Roberts Wesleyan women's basketball team fell to Cedarville University 92-62 in the NCCAA Midwest semifinals. Senior Emily Miller scored 16 points and Taryn Wilson 10 for the Red Hawks. Just days earlier, Miller was awarded her third consecutive ECC Elite 19 award. The award is given to the student-athlete with the highest cumulative grade point average competing in each of the ECC's 19 championships. A senior marketing major, Miller maintained a 3.99 GPA while starring for the women's basketball team. After defeating St. Michael's College 9-8 at home last Saturday behind three goals from Hunter Lemieux, the Roberts Wesleyan men's lacrosse team defeated Lake Erie College on the road Wednesday 15-10, Lemieux and Matt Kademski each scoring four goals in the win. The nationally ranked women's team also defeated Slippery Rock University last Saturday at home 15-5. Jamie Walker and Emily Tomei each had four goals for the number 22 Red Hawks. In other action, the women's tennis team lost to Colgate University Sunday 7-0. No home action this week for the Roberts Wesleyan Athletic Teams. Your next opportunity to catch the Red Hawks at home is Thursday, March 26 at noon when the men's lacrosse team hosts Franklin Pierce University. They'll follow that up with a noontime match against St. Thomas Aquinas College on Saturday, March 28th. Go on out, support the Red Hawks. They are, after all, Rochester's only Division II college athletics program. And remember, you can follow all the Roberts Wesleyan Athletics action at their website, robertsredhawks.com, as well as on Twitter, at RWC Redhawks. This has been the Red Hawks Recap, presented by Roberts Wesleyan College. Do you know a high school athlete looking for a D2 college? Hi, I'm Dr. Dina Porterfield, president of Roberts Wesleyan College. We're proud to be a serious athletic school with great opportunities for serious athletes. In fact, we have the only Division II athletic program in the area. Our many varsity programs range from basketball, tennis, and cross country to track and field, golf, volleyball, and soccer. Tell the young athlete in your life about Roberts. Visit roberts.edu. It took me a long time to be able to say Chandler has cancer because that is such a scary word. When St. Jude finds something that works well with a certain cancer, they share that with everybody. And knowing that we don't have to pay for all of the medical expenses, that's huge. We just have to worry about helping Chandler and he's just my heart. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Welcome back. Along with Zach Barletta, I'm Rick Benson. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Beyond the Game program. The program is recorded in the BTG studio in Rochester, New York. It's heard all around the world via podcast. This week, we'd like to say a special hello to Wareham, Massachusetts, among the many locations across the United States and internationally as well to download last week's program. Wareham is the birthplace of former San Diego Chargers linebacker Stephen Cooper, as well as actress Gina Davis. A town known for highly intelligent and good-looking people, we thank you for listening in Wareham, Massachusetts, or wherever it is you're listening from. We appreciate you spending time with us as well. We're joined now by Aaron Shear. Aaron is the president of Centershot Ministries. Centershot uses archery to minister to young people to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Aaron's appearance is sponsored by Roberts Wesleyan College. Aaron, welcome to the program. Glad you could join us. Glad to connect with you and talk with you. As you know, I'm involved in the sports ministry. I, I first saw archery being used a couple years ago. I was blown away by how popular it was by the young people participating. 
and that popularity just seems to be growing and growing fast. Can you talk about the sports popularity and why young people seem so drawn to it? Well, I think you you are exactly right. It, we've we've seen young people really begin to connect, but right now we see archery the fastest family sport that's growing right now, and our our numbers that we see around the country. From 8 to 98 is what we say. You can uh, get involved with center shot, and it just blows me away how many families are finding this sport as something they can do together. Well, G&T Athletics will be starting a center shot ministry this spring. In fact, you're going to be speaking Wednesday night, March 18th. That's next Wednesday at First Bible Baptist Church in Hilton, sharing about the ministry. Can you take a few moments and tell us about center shot ministries? Yeah, sure. Back in 2002, National Archery in the Schools Program, NASP, started to develop archery through the schools program. And what NASP does for the local school, a few years later, Center Shot started in 2006, and we do the same thing. We do that for the local church. We instruct uh, instructors, help them get to their basic archery instructor certification, and then we teach them how to have archery leagues, um, how to teach others how to this great sport of archery. And all while they're learning the great sport of archery, as a family or individual, they're also learning about Christ. And that's really where the uh, center shot difference from NAS. NAS teaches some character uh, training throughout the school day, and center shot really develops on, really focuses on developing their faith. And when they compete, in local competitions, you have it, Centershot has it set up where they can go nationally. Is that correct? Right. Uh, we're actually down in Kentucky talking to you right now. We're at the Kentucky State Tournament, and there's um, uh, 7,000 shooters that we'll have shooting this weekend um, from NASP and Centershot, and um, they'll qualify, and they'll go to um, on to the Eastern Nationals, which is in Louisville, Kentucky, and that'll be in May. So we have a national tournament in May in Louisville, and then we have a Western national tournament in Salt Lake City in April. And that's where any NASPR center shot shooter from any church or school, they can come and compete on a state and national level. And it is just amazing. We'll have 15,000 shooters at our national wow. uh, tournament this year. Yeah. That's amazing. Once again, we're talking with Aaron Shear of Center Shot Ministries. Their website is centershot.org. On Twitter, it's centershotcomp, or on Instagram and Facebook, at centershotministries. And if you're in the area, you can also meet Aaron, get to ask him some questions about the ministry. He'll be speaking next Wednesday night, March 18th, 7 p.m. at First Bible Baptist Church in Hilton, New York. Last time we got together, Aaron, you walked me through a pretty cool explanation of the gospel using archery equipment. Now, I'm not sure how that's going to work through radio, but I imagine many of our listeners are probably familiar with the equipment enough that they might be able to follow along. Could you walk us through that gospel presentation? Well, I'll give it a shot. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we do see that, um, you know, it's tough to share your faith. And, and uh, because it is challenging, a lot of times we just don't share and what we love to do, what we have a passion for at Center Shot, is to create tools to help people share their faith with the people they care about, the people they want to reach. And one of those tools is the Center Shot Life Bow. And it's a Genesis original bow. It's one of the bows we use in competition. 
and it's got the common uh, color um, parts of the bow are, are different colors, like you would see a, a wordless um, gospel presentation, the black, the red, the, the blue, you know, those colors. Some people may be familiar with that, but we just see an amazing thing happen because we just believe God's favorite sport is archery. We're crazy like that, but, you know, <laughs> sin itself sin itself is an archery term, means to miss the mark. So we start off with the top limbs. They're separated just like we're separated from God. And then as you go to the riser, well, the riser is the part that you hold on to on a bow. And that riser determines all of the strength and forgiveness on a bow. Well, the riser on the life bow represents another type of riser, the one who rose on the third day. That's Jesus. So as we're walking through the parts of the bow, we're actually teaching the gospel story. And the light bulbs that go on are amazing. And, you know, we move into baptism and then there's a green cam. And that green cam represents growing in your faith. And as as you open your heart to God's word, he begins to build you. And then there's the string that's braided together with the word of God and the Holy Spirit. And then the top wheel is gold. It represents the streets of gold in heaven where your home will be. So that's a really great tool. It's one of ours that is uh, people use it all over. And what's amazing is we're seeing public school kids that will order one of those life bows, and that's what they shoot on their school team. And when their friends ask them, we get them all the time. We'll be at this big national tournament. Kids will come running up. You won't believe I'll let my friend to Christ using the life bow. I said, well, let me hear you say it. And we just always just are so encouraged when we see that tool being used, not only by kids, but by moms and dads with their family. So it's incredible. That's just one of many. That's outstanding. You did a good job. I wasn't sure how that would translate over radio. It, it's so much greater when you can actually see it and you can see the equipment and the colors. But now that was terrific. I always love hearing people's stories, how they first came to know Jesus Christ as Savior. You Would you mind sharing with us your testimony? Oh, I'd love to. It's, uh, it's you know, pretty um, special when you can share your story with anybody, and I appreciate you asking. Well, I grew up in Colorado, and I was uh, uh, really fortunate. I grew up on a ranch. My dad was an elk hunting guide. And, uh, He's guided 40-plus years now, and I've been with him on most of those. So grew up guiding a lot of elk hunters, and we do trout fishing trips in the summer. And you know, So I've been around hunting and fishing a lot. And when I went off to college, um, I, I started really getting into bass fishing. So I was just bass fishing all over and traveling and meeting new people. And I kept running into this one guy. And he was really good. He kept winning these tournaments. And I was like, man, this guy. Well, I'd go to another tournament and walk out of my hotel room, and he'd be right next door. I'm like, wow, here this guy is again. And we just became good friends. And I didn't know it, but he was praying for me. For two years, we kept bumping into each other. And one day, he finally said, you know, you should move to Alabama. Well, at this time, I lived in Green Bay, Wisconsin. and I was just about to get married. And so somehow, I talked to my wife into we we got married and and a month later we moved to Alabama and she agreed to go and well I was going to be a professional bass fisherman well as soon as we got there my fishing buddy um, invited me out fishing and he led me to Christ right there on the boat and um, 
I, I, I was thinking I was going to move to Alabama to be a professional fisherman. And God said, well, yeah, but it's not how you think. So shortly after that, I went to Bible school and became a pastor and been a pastor for almost 20 years now. So that's kind of my story. Before we let you go, is there anything we can pray about for you? Well, we've got, we've got 7,000 kids going to show up here in Kentucky. And, of course, everything that's going on with uh, the panic and everything that's happening with uh, this virus or that virus, and you really, we know that um, there's an opportunity for a lot of kids to to meet and know Christ at these tournaments. We have a huge center shot experience that is a big inflatable tent, and they come walking through it, and they get to learn about a life bow, and they get to learn about how God loves them and um, how they can connect and receive Christ through the salvation poem. And there's a lot of opportunity for that, and we just pray that exactly the ones who God wants there, that he'll bring, and that they would not be in fear, but that they would have peace and that they would uh, come. And so just be praying for our state tournament and uh, our travel. We have we have a lot of days on the road, so um, appreciate the prayers for me and my family and our team. They're an amazing group of people, so. Well, Aaron, thanks for joining us. I pray that God would bless you, would keep you safe. I'm looking forward to what God will do through the ministry starting here in Hilton. Amen. Amen. We are excited. I can't wait. I will bring my life bow on Wednesday, March 18th. And as I'm sharing, I'll make sure we go through that. So if you'd like to see it, it'd be a great place to attend and check that out. That's Aaron Shear from Center Shot Ministries joining us here on the Beyond the Game program. This segment sponsored by the people at Roberts Wesleyan College. If you're in the Rochester, New York area, you can find out more about Center Shot from Aaron directly. He'll be speaking Wednesday night, March 18th, 7 p.m. at First Bible Baptist Church in Hilton, New York. Nice to have you along with us, Rick Benson, Zach Barletta. This is the Beyond the Game program. When I have a home remodeling project, whether interior or exterior, I call McAfee's Remodeling Company. Family owned for nearly two decades, McAfee's Remodeling Company is the name I trust. Mike McAfee put a new bathroom into my house three years ago and I'm still getting compliments on it every time someone comes over to visit. Mike and his crew are experienced and professional and you'll be thrilled with their work. So give McAfee's Remodeling Company a call today at 402-1070. That's 402-1070. Or visit them online at McAfeeRemodeling.com. Hey gang, Benson here again. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Beyond the Game program. While Zach and I have fun talking sports, it's even more exciting for us to have this opportunity to share with you the greatest and most important news that there is. I assume I'm talking to a reasonably bright group of people. That's why you listen to this radio station. So, of course, you can decide for yourself what to do with what I'm telling you, but at least give me this moment or two to share with you what's on my mind. Because, as I'm sure you know, every one of us is a sinner. We can't get to heaven on our own merit. That means we'll spend all of eternity in hell trying to pay the debt of our sin. The Bible says in Romans 3.23 that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But it also tells us that God loves us, so much so that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, who was the only one who never sinned. And though he needed not to die, he willingly did so on the cross as a sacrifice to pay the debt which we owed. 
John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Why? Because God wants us all to be saved from an eternity of despair. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4 says he desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. But the good news is after he died, Jesus didn't stay in the grave. Instead, he rose again, defeating death and making eternal life in heaven possible as a result of his righteousness. Sports Talk Radio is fun, but it also allows us to share this message of the forgiveness of sins with people all around the world who we'll probably never get to meet. Forgiveness of sins is available to all people everywhere. 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Bible says that anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10 says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. I hope you'd pray to God and admit to him that you know you're a sinner. And tell him that you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for you. And ask him to forgive you your sins. Begin a new way of life, turning from sin and seeking after God. If you want to know more about what it means to be a Christian, how to become a Christian, you can visit our website, btgprogram.com. Once again, thanks so much for listening to the Beyond the Game program. Welcome back into the program one more time as we get set to close out this week's program. Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 says, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily, as to the Lord and not unto men. What I like this week is something we mentioned earlier in the program. Despite leading her women's basketball team, senior Emily Miller has also maintained a nearly perfect 3.99 GPA, winning her a third consecutive ECC Elite 19 award. Congratulations, Emily, on all your hard work. Emily Miller winning a third straight ECC Elite 19 award, recognizing both her athletic skills and academic achievement is what I like this week. What I liked this week was a clip that I found on Twitter from a high school in Ohio who subbed in a player off their bench who had Down syndrome. I get the impression that he's never been able to play in a game before, but it was the final game of the year, the the waning seconds of the game. They put him in to shoot some free throws, and he missed the free throws, but they allowed this kid to get up under the basket and take some layups until he made one and then run down the court to play defense for the final seconds. And at the end of the game, he jumps into a teammate's arm and he's just so excited that he got to play in a game. And uh, it was just a really heartwarming video to watch. So this high school in Ohio subbing in their Down syndrome player to get him into a game is what I liked this week. Well, that's the end of our show. Thanks so much for being with us. And we also want to thank Aaron Shear of Center Shot Ministries for being our guest today on the program. The Beyond the Game program is mainly a listener-supported radio ministry. Thanks to all of you who have given of your time and of your treasures to bring the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to sports fans all around the world using Sports Talk Radio. We're asking that you would continue to keep us in your prayers. And then if God lays it on your heart to make a financial contribution to this ministry, whether it be a one-time gift or a recurring amount, please visit our website, BTG program.com. For Zach Barletta, I'm Rick Benson. Lord willing, we'll be back together again next week right here at this same time. Be bold and be great this week, everybody. 